The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There was a young rabbi who took a position at some uh, shul, some place in the Midwest. The person did not want to reveal uh, the name of the, the town. Uh, he was a young rabbi, and he, uh, he, he came there, and he's ready to really work and do what he can. And he takes a look at the mikveh, and he sees something in the mikveh, the way the pipes were formed, that as far as he knew, he's not the expert, but as far as he knew that this mikveh is not kosher. Something is wrong there. It's one small town with one mikveh. He calls up a rov who's an expert in mikvois, and he says to him what's going on there. He says, send me a picture. So let me see, I'll see what the story is. He sends him a picture, He's very disturbed by the picture. It doesn't seem to be right. Send me a few more pictures. He asked him for a couple more pictures. And he said to him, he says, the mikveh looks that this mikveh is posel. This is not a kosher mikveh. Uh, the thought was shocking and, 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 and very, very disturbing to this young Rav because this mikveh had been there for 50 years in this, in this community. And if it wasn't built properly, that means every person who was table there was not table. Every gerus that was done there is not Jewish. And whatever else the mikvah was used for, what a tragedy. The whole community. He didn't know what to do. And he, anyway, this, this, uh, the, he invited the rabbi to come. The rabbi said, I'll pay my own ticket. Come down and he looked and he says, nothing you can do. The mikvah is and always was not a kosher mikvah. Like, tragedy of tragedies. He didn't know what to do. Who knows how many lives have been affected, who many, how many people were hurt, who many, how many people think they're Jewish and they're not. What in the world is he going to do? A terrible thing. But he knows that his father used to be the Rav in this community, and his father now is retired someplace in some warmer climate in the United States, and he went to visit his father. His father wasn't such a Talmud Chochem, and he starts asking his father about the whole history of the community, how did it start, what happened, this, that, the other thing, and finally he came to mention the mikveh. He says, no, please don't talk about the mikveh. What I went through for this mikveh, please don't remind me about it. But gently he starts to talk to him about it, and they begin to, uh, to reminisce, and he says, I came to that community there were no religious people there. They only had a minion on Shabbos, but there was no mikveh. And I knew I had to build a mikveh. It wasn't a religious community, but there had to be a mikveh. And he says, but nobody wanted. They laughed at me. Oh, the rabbi's building a mikveh. Rabbi, we don't need a mikveh. What are you doing? He says, no, he's going to build. And he raised money, and he raised money, he raised money. And, and finally, after months and months, he couldn't raise any money. He mortgaged his house. He says that his family for months only had bread and water. He tells his son, he says, you, when you were a little kid, you don't remember this, this was 50 years ago, whatever, I don't know how many years ago. He says, you didn't have what to eat. We, we were so poor, we mortgaged the house just to build the mikveh in the community. And um, he says, then he tells him the story. He says, this, we lived in the community, that community where we lived is a community where 
it always rains. It's one of the three places in the United States that has the most rain every year. It's practically always raining. He says, when I finally finished building the mikveh and we needed rainwater, then it didn't rain. A day, a two, a week, a month. Nine months it didn't rain. It never happened in this community that it didn't rain. It didn't rain for it. It rained every day or every other day or every week. Nine months, no rain. He says it never happened. Such a thing they didn't know. And he couldn't fill the mikvah with water. Now, finally, someone gave him an eight sec as he spoke to different rabbis. He says, bring ice, a truck full of ice to the boer, put the ice in the main boiler and the ice will melt and you'll have a kosher mikvah. And that's what he did. Sure enough, he did that. As soon as that happened, the, the next Shabbos or whatever it was, a day later, says, rain, it didn't stop day and night, 24, 48 hours, just straight, straight, straight torrential rains. And they, the people laughed at him again. They laughed at him again and they said to him, look, you see how how your God doesn't want a mikvah to be here? The whole time when you were making the mikvah in the place that it rains the most, it didn't rain for months and months and months and months, nine months. And now as soon as you put the ice in the mikvah, all of a sudden it rains. He's showing you something, Rabbi, that you're making too big a big deal about this mikvah. Who needs it? And that was the end of the story. But what came out was the most amazing thing. The pipes weren't made properly. Had they been filled with rainwater, the mikveh would have been possible and remained that way. But because he filled it with ice, and the, the water remains there, they have other burrs, but the main bar with water, and there's a, such a way that the mikveh remained kosher, the ice water, the, the water that melted from ice was there all the years. And the 50 years of people using this mikveh for, for the regular tefillahs and for the gainers and everything else, it was all a kosher mikveh. It was made wrong. Had it rained and been filled with rainwater, this mikveh would have been puzzled and caused so many tragedies in the lives of all the people that relied on it. It didn't rain, miraculously. For so many months, it didn't rain in a place that that never happens, so that the rabbi should finally get the idea to get ice, and that remained, though that ice bore, that bore with the water there remained all the time, and they just, and other things, and with they have a way it's connected, so therefore it's kosher, and the mikvah was miraculously, because in the place where it never stops raining, it didn't rain for nine months, and the mikvah was miraculously kosher. The rabbi, I guess, didn't know he wasn't such a Talmud Chochem. But it turned out his son discovered that this mikvah, which was made inappropriately, was still kosher the whole time. It shows a, a tremendous sense of hashkocha protis, how HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us in everything that we do in life, and he orchestrates all of these situations, and sometimes things, things seem so bizarre and so strange, but in reality, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is orchestrating it all for our benefit, all for us, all because of the love that he has and the care that he has for everything in our lives. And when we study Ashkocha Protis, when we see the extent of Hashem's involvement in our life, it gives us a tremendous chizuk, 
It gives us a tremendous sense of connection to Hashem. It, it, it shows us that not only did Hashem speak to Moshe Rabbeinu in the time of the, of, of, of the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and in the Midbor and Maimed Ar Sinai, but Hashem talks to us in a language of action, not necessarily words, but in a language of action showing us his involvement in our lives in so many, many, many different ways all the time. And when we realize that, we can truly feel that connection with Hashem. And when we dive into Hashem, sometimes we wonder, well, I talk to him, he doesn't talk back. He talks in actions. His actions speak louder than words. The Hashkocha protis that Hashem provides us in our lives goes beyond anything that we can imagine and is truly the way Hashem responds to us in our tefillahs, in the good that we want to do, that we intend to do. Here's a rabbi who was Moisa Nefesh to build a mikvah, and the mikvah was possible. But because of the miraculous occurrence of no rain in the community for so many months, it turned out that the mikvah was really kosher, even though he had no idea about it.